The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, The disciples of John the Baptist fast often and offer prayers, and the disciples of the Pharisees do the same, but yours eat and drink. Jesus answered them, Can you make the wedding guest fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come, and when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. And he also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new cloak to patch an old one. Otherwise, he will tear the new, and the piece from it will not match the old cloak. Likewise, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, and it will be spilled, and the skins will be ruined. Rather, new wine must be poured into fresh wineskins. And no one who has been drinking old wine desires new, for he says, the old is good. The Gospel of the Lord. Sometimes Jesus is really subtle in his works and his teachings. Sometimes he's like just trying to hit you straight over the head. And this is a, an in-between one because he's highlighting the reality of uh, the old law, the Old Testament, the old covenants uh, to him himself, the new law, the new testament, the new covenants. Because when they talk about John and the Pharisees, like they're referring to uh, the Mosaic law. And Jesus reminds us in other parts of the scripture that he did not come to abolish that law. He came to fulfill it, came to bring it to new light. And so, great reminder of like, what is new? We don't want to tear apart. We don't want to get rid of. We don't want to destroy for the old, hold on to the old. Like, how many of us, like, take out our shoelaces when we get a new pair of shoes? Because we just love those shoelaces so much. No, like, I've never known anyone to ever do that. (laughs) In the like manner, he, he uses these examples. And so, what's important is that to follow Jesus means that there's a newness for us, that there's something new for us to be seeking. And it really is a great reminder of what the gift of confession is. You know, when we come to confession, we, we bear this, this burden, this sinfulness, and yet the Lord every time wants to renew us, wants to refresh us, wants to heal us, wants to bring us to something greater, to something higher, to something better than where we have been. The other reality is and it wasn't so much in the gospel, maybe not even in the first reading, just a, it's a human issue. Like, we tend to make ourselves like God. We tend to be the ones that make the rules, the realities, like, this is what I'm going to do. This is why I'm going to follow it. This is how I'm going to do it. And it's important to remind us that Jesus is not saying, go and do whatever you want. He's not saying that to his apostles because they're like, they're having this feast. He's like, well, while I'm here, we're going to feast. But when I'm gone, you're going to fast. You're going to have to go through these difficulties. And I think as humans, we do not enjoy suffering. We do not enjoy difficulty. We do not enjoy when it's too hot outside, we complain about it. And then six months later, it's too cold, and we complain about that. And six months later, it's too hot again, we complain about that. It's just like this repetitive cycle. It's too hot, it's too cold. Well, I'm sorry it's not Goldilocks here, okay? Like, you, wanna, you want the Goldilocks? Go live in the Bahamas, and then deal with hurricanes. And so we always have something to complain about, and yet Jesus is trying to remind us, like, right now, 
I'm the, I'm the only thing that matters. And the only thing that matters right now is to like focus in on me. And that's true. The things of the world, there's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be great things to proclaim. There's always going to be um, horrible things to, to deal with. But what is always, always consistent is God. He's never not consistent. That's the, that's the beauty of who he is. And so we feast when we're with him. Yes. When he's away, do we, do we offer penance? Yes. But we just cannot allow ourselves to become God. We, we are not the gods of our own little worlds. That is not a, a happy place to live. It's actually great that we have one who's made us and formed us and whose image we take after. Because it takes away some of the difficulty. Like, what do I do today? I love the Lord. What's my mission today? Proclaim the gospel. And that's why I'm so appreciative of you praying that decade of the, of the luminous mystery because the proclamation of the kingdom of God is what is essential for the conversion and reaversion of souls. If people know about this, who's going to really say no? I would venture to say no one in their right mind would say no. If they truly understood and truly grasped this, that the Lord has such a gift to give us. So yeah, it, it's not the old that we're trying to go back to or trying to hold on to. Uh, there is something new that Jesus wants us to be incorporated into. He wants us to share with him. And it requires us to, to let our focus be entirely given over to him. It requires us to surrender our own wants, our own desires, to be in line with his. Uh, and it's not an easy thing. It's really not. And that's where you know, we practice over and over again. In our failure, we come back for grace, receive grace to continue to grow. Um, but the gift of today, especially with this votive mass, is just the reminder of like Jesus' heart is, is meant to be infused in us, that we're meant to carry his heart to others. Um, and so we just thank the Lord for what he's done, what he continues to do. But most, most of, within that, we ask God to give us the grace to continually turn ourselves over to him, to surrender ourselves to him, to um, lessen ourselves so that he can be the priority of our lives.